Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Redditor podcast, I guess. Um, now, before we get into the content, I first thought I'd give you a brief little introduction as to what you can expect from this whole thing. Pretty much, I've decided that I'm going to start converting my best ever episodes, my best ever YouTube videos into podcast formats for you all to listen to. I don't know about you guys, but I listen to a lot of podcasts and YouTube videos in the background when I'm doing other things, and I thought a lot of you probably do as well. For that reason, I thought it might be easier for you guys to have access to my audio, my videos on different platforms. I'm pretty sure that on YouTube, you have to leave the video playing. You can't go off the video or it will stop. So this is an easy way to circumvent that. Now, guys, as you can obviously tell, I am brand new to this. Let me know if you want this. Let me know if it's good, what you think about it. Tweet me, DM me on Discord, anything like that. I'd love to know your opinions. Also, let me know where you're listening to this. As of right now, I'm not sure what platforms this is on. I'm hoping it's on all the major ones. But yeah, with that all being said, let's get into the first episode. Babysitter Wanted. Pay 55 cents per hour. Another Reddit post reminded me of this night, 40 plus years later, and I'm still annoyed. I was 16. I had my driver's license, a car, a job, and a steady girlfriend. I'm a guy. My girlfriend was going to be out of town for the holidays. One of my mum's friends recommended me to her brother-in-law as a New Year's Eve babysitter. I had always been great with kids. I actually used to be one myself. My mum's friend had two young kids and I often helped her out by taking care of them. So my mum's friend asked if I was busy New Year's Eve and I said no. She gave my number to her sister-in-law and we talked and I accepted the gig. They had a boy and a girl and they lived about 15 minutes away. No problem. I get there a little before 6pm. Meet the kids, let mum and dad get ready, parents leave. I feed the kids and entertain them. They were allowed to see midnight come in so about 12.15am I put them to bed. I wound up reading for the next few hours. TV sucked after midnight. The parents closed down the club slash bar wherever they were. They got home about 3am. I heard them pull up. I met them at the door. They came in and I gave them a report. Everything was great. The mum said to hold on. She'd get her purse. The dad said he had it taken care of. He gave me an envelope and they both thanked me profusely for taking care of the kids. I drove home and went inside. I checked the envelope. He had put five brand new $1 bills inside. I was annoyed. It took me a while to fall asleep. Being mad trumped my exhaustion. Later that day i woke up and went to the kitchen my mum's friend was there with her kids she asked me how the night went i told her the kids were great but her brother-in-law was a complete butthole my mum was a little shocked i cursed the friend asked what happened and i told her he gave me five dollars for over nine hours on new year's freaking eve she was madder than i was after she got done calling him every name she could think of her eyes welled up she was about to cry she felt like a total loser for recommending me i told her i was mad at him not her The next time I saw her and her husband together, he also apologized. He explained his brother was manic. They're never sure when he's off his meds, but they assume he was that night. He had told them he paid me $100. Nope. I never got paid any more by him. He wound up being shunned by the neighborhood and his family. I felt bad for his wife and kids, but this was apparently the start of some very odd behavior from him. Well, I for one want to hear more of this very odd behavior of his. If he's paying you $5 for nine hours of work on New Year's Eve, I want to hear more from him. 
him. Like, this is so, so cheap. I don't understand. Like, is he really just tight on money that much that he can't give you a little bit more? I mean, come on. Like, what does $5 actually get you these days? Pretty much nothing tangible, right? I think for nine hours of work, you should be getting at least $100. To be honest, I don't really feel bad that he's been shunned by the neighborhood and his family. He deserves that. That's karma for being an absolute idiot. Now for our second story, entitled parents get physical with me and tell me to make their kid pass his test or else. I'm a black belt in karate and that means that I volunteer to judge kids who are testing for belt ranks. If you aren't familiar, to move up a level in karate, you have to learn a bunch of material and it gets increasingly harder as you go up. It's normally a very fun process, even as it gets harder, with the exception of the black or brown belt test. Most people pass and are given a list of things to improve on. My school is very zen and self-improvement focused. Now, every once in a while, there's someone who doesn't pass and has to repeat the semester, basically. When a judge thinks that should happen, they have to take it to a vote with the higher belt ranking senseis. Enter the entitled kid. This kid is trouble. He's always been trouble and I've judged him quite a few times. He's not a bad kid, mind you. It's his habits. He always shows up late, doesn't take karate seriously, which needs to happen as you get higher in rank. Will sit for like 30 minutes in the waiting room and do stuff on his phone when he should be at class. His heart just wasn't in it and it was clear when he was taking his brown belt test, which comes right before a year and a half of rigorous training for black belt. My dojo is very much focused on helping the kids who need it the most and put a lot of care into helping people who come from rough backgrounds or those who act out, so we'd all been easy on him. This time I watch him and he's really, really bad. If you know anything about martial arts, he's not at all where he's supposed to be. People let him skate. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Bye. So I fail him and the senseis agree. He cried, but ultimately at the time, I knew it would be a good learning experience because I went through the exact same thing and it made me more dedicated. Tough love. The next day, a man I've never met before, the entitled dad, finds me, grabs me by the shoulder and pushes me against the wall while I'm about to go into the women's changing room. I immediately go into a defensive position and tell him to get off, but he's just like, you freaking female dog, you're gonna listen to what I have to say and keeps me there. I raise my my voice calmly and tell him to get off. I remove him from me. Seriously, what did he expect pushing a black belt against the wall? Then his wife, the entitled mum, comes from behind him, arms crossed. Get your hands off my husband. This female dog attacked me. I saw. No, I did not. I'm going to leave now. They block my path. You hurt our son. I don't know who your son is. Please leave or I will force myself out. You failed him, you female dog. He grabs my shoulder again. At this point, I just shout for someone. The entitled mum tries to stop me, but a student has already seen what's going on and I leave with him. I get a sensei and confront them. The sensei, who is a big scary dude who was a marine, really puts the entitled parents in their place. Do not touch my students in that way or I will remove you from the building. She failed my son. It's not fair. Your son was not up to standard. 
standards. She hates him. She hits him when no one is looking and is out to get him. I was the one who approved her judgment. She is also not signed on to work with your son in any classes. The entitled parents are silent. Well, we have a lot of scheduling problems, so we're late. That's not our problem. But she attacked my husband. No, she didn't. We pay for his classes. You have to let him pass. No, you pay to have him instructed here. We can lead a horse to water, but can't make him drink. With more practice and dedication, we think he would do better to improve and repeat this section. The parents are fuming. After a bit more conversation, the entitled dad reaches for me again, but sensei is quicker. He puts him into an arm lock and leads him out the doors while the entitled mom is shrieking about calling the cops. Needless to say, they never came back. Sad that I never got to see their kid improve, and I wish I could have helped him, but I'm grateful I never saw them again. Yeah, the sad part about this story is that you just wanted to help their kid, they just didn't really seem to get that. I also love that they chose a dojo as the place to pick a fight. Like, if you're gonna fight somebody somewhere, please don't make it be martial arts trainers. Especially not a sensei. I mean, come on, what are you expecting to happen there? You know what? I'm gonna get up in the grill of someone who's so good at martial arts that they get to judge how good someone else is and physically threaten them. What could possibly go wrong? Fantastic logic once again from an entitled dad. Now for our third story. Who knew teenage sleepovers were so dangerous? My daughter had a friend over for a sleepover last weekend. They're both 13-year-old girls. It was all fairly standard stuff. Watch trashy movies, stay up too late, eat too much junk food, you know the drill. Both kids seemed to have a nice time and the visiting kid was nice enough for someone else's teenage child. And I really didn't think too much more about it. Until the friend's mother called me Sunday night, absolutely outraged over what I had done while her child was in my care. Was it allowing them to stay up too late? Was it the junk food? Was it the choice of film I allowed them to watch? No, my crime was far worse than that. Imagine the mother's horror when she discovered I had allowed her child to, wait for it, drink tap water. Turns out only bottled water is acceptable for her family. Now, I know some places there are issues drinking tap water, but we live in an area with excellent tap water quality, so I was kind of baffled what the issue was. I told her, um, our tap water is fine and your kid didn't say anything at the time, but oh no, that wasn't good enough. You see, tap water has toxins in it. It's not safe. And her family only drinks bottled water. And she is frankly shocked and disturbed that my child was associating with the child of such an awful, awful parent. And that I could, rest assured, I will be calling CPS first thing Monday to have your child removed from such a harmful environment. I was just kind of stunned and didn't really say anything. And she hung up on me. I'd love to know where she thinks bottled water companies get their water from. And second, we're in Australia and CPS isn't a thing here. So yeah, they're out there. Well, goodness me, if it's that much of an issue, then teach your kid to ask for what they need. And for God's sake, send them out of the house with a bunch of it. Like, how about this? Give your child a bottle of water. Don't blame the parent for not knowing you're psycho about tap water. Like, what? This goes for anything, by the way, not just dietary preferences. Maybe the issue here is that the kid just didn't care. Like, he's normal. Only the psycho mum did. I actually think that's pretty accurate. I really think the sooner that kid gets out of that household, the better for her. Now for our final post, entitled mum tries to to and successfully takes my money until I've had enough. So a bit of backstory. My parents have been divorced since I was little, so it's just been my mum and I for the most part. My dad does pay child support and my mum sends the bill for all my expensive needs and he pays half of that too. He will come in later. My mum and I haven't had a healthy relationship since I was in the single digits and as I got older, she got more and more entitled. Once I got to the age where I could work, I went away for a few weeks to work at a summer camp where I got paid a few hundred dollars. It wasn't a huge amount, but it was my first real paycheck. When I got back, my mum immediately 
literally took my paycheck and said, it's compensation for you abandoning me those weeks and not doing your chores. I was frustrated, but let it go. You let that go? Why? A few months later, I moved out, tired of her entitled and abusive ways. If curious, read previous stories of mine. After her sabotaging my first job, see page for story, I got a job working fast food. Once she found out, she demanded my paychecks and stated, you need to give them to me because you owe me for raising you. I told her no and she called me a spoiled brat. What? Then I got in contact with my father, whom my mother had told me not to contact and I informed him that I was no longer living with my mum but she was still getting child support. But that it wasn't going towards me, not because I wanted the money but because he should know. He and I got back in contact and he took the legal step so that I could get the money directly and so my mum couldn't sue. Once my mum found out, poop hit the fan. Oh, I bet it did. Why did I get a notice that I'm not receiving child support from your father? Because as I'm not living with you, the child support goes directly to me? Excuse me? That is my income. Oh my god, there's so much wrong with that sentence. It's the money that's supposed to go towards me, not your income. You're the one who doesn't want to work. I shouldn't have to work right now. I can't work and I need that money. Mum, that money is supposed to go towards me and it hasn't been for over six months since before I even moved out. But, but, But you're not responsible enough. You're going to waste it. You're a child. I have more money than you right now. I put half of every paycheck in a saving account. How am I not responsible? The money is going to my education and that's final. You're so ungrateful. You don't deserve that money. I need it. That money is legally mine. You haven't used that money on me in like a year. I'm not going to ask for it back, but you've taken more than enough. My mum screams a bit more at me before hanging up. After that, she didn't speak to me for a month or two until I had a scheduled family therapy session with her, in which she proceeded to tell the therapist how she was worried about me spending all my money and acted like she was concerned about me. I just want to save it for her. She isn't old enough to manage all her money. She is a binge eater and will spend all her money on food and waste it all. I'm just looking out for her. Mum, you know that's BS. I've been putting half of every paycheck away into savings and I have more money than you. The therapist agreed that I should hold onto my own money and at 16 I was old enough to try and manage my own money. My mum stormed off at the end of the session after calling me a liar and a female dog outside of the office. Turns out after I went home my mum turned around and went to the therapist and tried to get her to side with her and also access my personal records. I went to personal therapy at the same office. Three years later I have a good amount of money saved in my accounts and I still have more to my name than she does. I'm in charge of my money and I refuse to let her have any access to my things. Well sounds like you're on the right track. Yeah, stay the heck as far away from her as possible. You owe me for raising you? Yeah, that's not how this whole parent-child relationship thing goes. Like, what? If I were you, I'd ask her how much she owes to her parents and when she's going to start paying them. Also, when she said that's my income, wow, so much is wrong with that. Calling it income implies you've earned it somehow, but since it's coming from the father and it's called child support, that means your job was to get impregnated by the dad, right? I think there's a word for that. 